Hello and welcome to the 13th episode of Clinical Controversies. My name is Haven and today we will be discussing organ donation and whether organ transplantation committees should consider a patient's personal details such as their marital status, children, personal qualities, etc. when choosing what person will receive an organ. So, UNOS, the United Network for Organ Sharing, is a nonprofit scientific and educational organization that administers the only organ procurement and transplantation network in the United States, and it contracts with the federal government's Department of Health and Human Services. The organ donation process is, for the most part, computerized. The allocation criteria is programmed into the UNOS computer system, and UNOS uses a combination of donor and candidate medical data to rank order the patients that need organs. Only medical and logistical factors are taken into consideration for all organs, so personal details are not a determining factor in whether a patient gets an organ. It is basically a whole matching system. The transplant candidates that aren't compatible with the donor because of various medical factors are screened out, while those who are, who are basically go through more computer time for rankings. Many of the factors used to match the organs with those needing organs are the same. They are static, such as blood type, medical urgency, the amount of time they have been on the waiting list, etc. But the system that UNOS and hospitals use must accommodate some unique differences for each organ because there are other factors that are unique to each organ type and each organ has different maximum organ preservation times. Geography also plays an important part in determining who gets an organ over who. If an organ such as the heart or lungs have less time to be transplanted, then the patients who match who are closer tend to get that organ. The organ must also be the proper size. You know, like, you can't transplant an organ that is too big or too small for a patient. The issue isn't with these factors that UNOS considers, though. The issue are the factors that UNOS doesn't consider. Who deserves the organ more? For example, person A, who matches all the criteria and is number one on the list, but is who a criminal? Um, Or person B, who matches all of the criteria and fosters children, but was put on the UNOS list a couple minutes later? Or what if person A was a bit sicker than B? Do they deserve the organ or still person B because B is at face value a quote-unquote better person from society's view? Obviously, this is hypothetical, but it does bring about the issue of how much time matters when it comes to who receives an organ. If a patient has been on the list longer, then no matter how much longer, they are the ones who have the medical right to receive that organ for the next person. But what if that first person is someone who doesn't quote-unquote deserve the organ in society's eyes because of certain things like maybe they're perceived again quote-unquote a bad person it's an ethical dilemma that plagues many physicians and hospitals minds there are not enough organs to go around which is why the transplant list and screening system exist but is it time to be revamped to accommodate factors other than medical ones or should it be kept the same to not allow such variable instances that have nothing to do with the health of the patient you know, all of us at face value when comparing two patients in need of organs tend to believe that the more deserving person, well, deserves the organ. The issue, though, is that we all rank different factors higher than others. Our ranking is different to the person next to us, which is why UNOS only looks at the science, the data, the statistics, because it is so much easier to look at the facts than who is more deserving on the personal standpoint. But the issue with that is that these patients and the people clo- and to the people close to them, like, it is personal, one of the most personal things that occur. UNOS basically decides who gets a better chance of living earlier. It is not as if they are doing it in a wrong way, but is it too impersonal? But many argue that it should be impersonal. 
Eunice can't decide if someone gets an organ over another because the other was a better person, and it is Eunice and the physician's job to determine who needs it the most, not who necessarily deserves it the most. But many also argue that physicians are supposed to be personal. They deal with the patients, you know, so they have to be personal. So shouldn't a personal side be taken into consideration when dishing out these organs? It is such a complicated question because both come with an extensive amount of pros and cons. Some of these pros and cons are variable. You know, even geography is an issue. If an organ is closer to one patient but another farther away needs it more, who deserves it? Or even if both are equally sick, the patient that is closer gets a better chance of receiving the organ because there are not that many organs available in the region that the other patient is in. Obviously, it's not fair from certain standpoints, but that's just how it is. Or you know, what about situations concerning patients who take better care of their bodies versus patients who don't? Obviously, if a patient does all of the recommendations of their doctor to, to prepare for possible organ transplant, that will be taken into account. But what if patient A is doing all that and patient B is just uncaring and doesn't take into account the medical recommendations, but they are just higher on the transplant list? Does patient B still deserve that organ? Or what if instances of people who are responsible for their own diseases versus people who have diseases through no fault of their own? Should they receive the same considerations? Or if situations containing bias? For example, Mickey Mantle, a former New York Yankee star, had a liver compromised by years of heavy alcohol abuse. 24 hours after he was put on the transplant list, he received a liver while allegedly receiving special treatment as well. So if one person is seen as more important or influential than another in society's eyes, do they deserve an organ more because of their so-called contribution to society? All of these situations and instances I am presenting are hypothetical, but they are situations and instances that have happened, are happening, or will happen. The ethical issues of organ donation and transplants are ones that aren't going to be resolved anytime soon, which is why more of these discussions are needed, more research is needed, more communication is needed in order to develop the best possible way those who need and deserve the organs in the future get those organs. It is supposed to be factual and scientific as well as personal. Thank you for listening and come back next week where I'll be discussing yet again another clinical controversy.